it working overnights, whatever. Whenever I had the opportunity to take a job from my company, I would. That was the most important behavior, and that's the thing that I focused on. If you're not out there reverse engineering finish lines, try this out. Try this out with something simple. I mean, this is what I'm doing with all my clients. This is what we're doing at NLU with every team member. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 956 today for episode number 957. It is Strategy Saturday, three simple steps to setting and achieving your goals. Alan, the floor is yours. So... Reverse engineering finish lines. It's strategy Saturday. This is one of my favorite things in the world. Three simple steps to setting and achieving your goals. The first thing I want to say right out of the gate is that sometimes it's the simplest formulas, the simplest things that we overlook. We think to ourselves, it has to be more difficult than that. It has to be more complicated than that. Here's what I'll say. The coaching framework that I've been taking people through has helped some of my clients get to levels that are insane they've even blown me away like holy crap i didn't expect this and beyond and it's like this is not that complex of stuff peak performance tracking is not that complex so three simple steps that we take everyone in group coaching through we're going to take you through right now very first coaching session with group six uh we have the three m's of reverse engineering the finish line the first m is mio it's an acronym mio most important objective So ask yourself right now, what is the most important objective that I have in my life right now? Okay, number two, M-I-M, MIM. Uh, Most important measurement to get to that objective, okay? So one of my clients, her M-I-O, most important objective, I just got off the phone with her. She has an app called Zolve It that's gonna be on the app store within a week. And she wants to have 100 organizations on there and a million users by the end of 2022. And those are audacious goals, totally possible. It's an app called Zolve It. It's coming out. It's public. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So that's her most important objective. Now, the most important measurement is measuring the amount of organizations that do challenges on the app and the amount of users using the app. Okay, so that's the most important measurement. Third and most important is most important behavior, MIB, most important behavior. In other words, what are the habits that I need to be doing daily in order to get to the objective. So with my client, the most important behavior, there was a couple. So I asked her, okay, what's the most important behavior to get to your most important objective? And she had said, well, it's getting on the phone. It's getting on the phone with these organizations because when Microsoft and all these companies create challenges on the app, it incentivizes the users to come on and and you know post their, their videos and stuff like that. And again, I'm not providing a ton of context. Pretty soon the app will be public and everybody will be able to go see it. But just for the purposes of this episode, I'll keep it simple. So the most important behavior 
is being on the phone with an organization. And I'm like, okay, what's the most important to get on the phone with an organization? And she said, oh, I got to do my research. I got to make sure it's a reputable organization. I said, okay, so you got to do your research. And then by the way, you don't just call them cold. So you're probably emailing them first, right? She's like, yeah. I said, okay, we got to put this on your habit tracker. So now on her habit tracker, we have research 30 companies per day send i know this person is is uh don't let this overwhelm you by the way this person's extremely extremely hard working works seven days a week um a very type a achiever uh love her to death she's awesome but don't expect that you need to do these these same habits that said okay so it's 30 organizations a day she has to research and then 21 emails she has to send per day at a one in 10 email response rate that will get her we calculated it out. I believe that will do 20 calls per week. So three per day, five days a week. So 15 calls per week, 15 calls per week. But you see how this all goes from key behavior, most important behavior, MIB, to most important measurement, to most important objective. So whatever your objective is, there's a way to reverse engineer it based on these three simple steps. At the beginning of, was it 2016? At the beginning of 2016, I set my most important objective to make $100,000 that year. And think about this. A lot of us are doing this either unconsciously or halfway, or maybe, I wouldn't say halfway, maybe one-third, two-thirds, or three-thirds. So my most important objective was make $100,000. My most important uh, important measurement was the money. Every time I got a pay stub, I would check, okay, how close am I? Am I on path to make $100,000? And then again, this was not conscious of me. The most important behavior was to pick up as much work as humanly possible. I, again, I worked in the construction field. And every opportunity I had to work, I would take it. Whether it meant driving 12 hours, 14 hours to Virginia, however long it was. Whether it meant going from one job to another. Whether it meant working Saturday. Whether it meant it working overnights. Whatever. Whenever I had the opportunity to take a job from my company, I would. That was the most important behavior. And that's the thing that I focused on. Alan, there's a story of you talking to somebody and asking about the most important behavior and them not knowing. Can you walk us through that story and why why isn't it clearer what the most important behaviors are? Well, I think one thing I'll say is reverse engineering has always been uh, something that I've been naturally doing. And so I think this is definitely a skill that I've developed. So if, if this feels foreign to you, that's okay. Just start developing it now and you'll start achieving far more and then you'll believe in yourself more and then you'll do it more and then you'll get better at it and then you'll achieve more. It's a whole thing. But I was on a call one time uh, with a friend of ours and I was trying to help her with her business. And this person had been making, I want to say at least six figures in her own business at this point. Um, and I was trying to help her make more money and get behind the scenes. I always say I want to get under the hood of someone's business so that I can help the car run more effectively, so to speak. And so I asked her, what's the most important uh, source of revenue in your company? And most of it, I think from like 90% of her revenue was one-on-one coaching. And this person at the time charged $10,000 for six months of one-on-one coaching. And I said, okay, well, what is it that brings more coaching? And she said, you know what, honestly, and it's interesting because when we were having this conversation, she didn't know the answers right away. She had to like think about it, which told me, oh, you don't actually really know. And again, nothing against her. I just realized in that moment, oh, we're going to be able to 10X her business if she really doubles and triples down on these things that matter. 
And so she's like, you know what it actually is? And we went through a bunch of stuff, posting on Instagram, all this different stuff. And she's like, you know what it actually is? It turns out it's these tea talks I've been doing. And so for 20 minutes at a time, she'll talk on the phone with someone with a, a cup of tea and just shoot the shit with business owners, other female business owners. And they'll talk about their business. They'll talk about their life. They'll talk about their families. And she's like, you know what? I end up getting a lot of clients from that. I said, oh, okay. What are the behaviors, the most important behaviors that bring more tea talks? And she's like, well, just offering them to people. And I was like, okay, how many are you offering to people per day? She's like, I have no idea. Not even one a day. And I was like, there's your issue. So you're telling me that the most important source of revenue in your business is one-on-one coaching. And you just told me that the number one way to get one-on-one clients is through these T-talks. And yet you have never measured how to get more T-talks. And so again, this is the value of the coaching. This is this is why athletes track their numbers. This is why they they know what their 100 meter dash is. This is why they everything is tracked when you're coaching someone. And so whether it's habit tracking or objective tracking, these are the three simple steps. Take whatever objective you want, most important objective, step one. Identify the MIO, the most important objective. Number two, identify what's the most important thing to measure underneath that objective. And then number three, what's the most important behavior that I need to be doing consistently? So this person, this person, in my opinion, should be sending at least five to 10 DMs per day offering T-talks. And then that way she does more T-talks. And then that way she gets more one-on-one clients. And that's the, the, the way that she can get to her most important objective, which is increasing the gross revenue of her business and her impact. Because at the end of the day, if you have a profitable business that's helping other people, the more revenue you bring in, the more people you can help because you can reinvest in the business and the marketing and the branding and the team and the equipment and all that stuff. So this is all a beautiful altruistic system of how to help more people, you know, and make more money and then reinvest that money to help even more people. So I digress. Those are the three simple steps. And if you're not, if you're not out there reverse engineering finish lines, try this out, try this out with something simple. I mean, this is what I'm doing with all my clients. This is what we're doing at NLU with every team member. Every NLU team member right now has a fitness goal. Um, not everyone, but I think probably half the team, they're in an NLU fitness tracker and we all have a weight goal and we're all either, either trying to put on muscle or burn fat in a certain amount of time. And we're all tracking. So it's just, if you want to stay on track, you've got to track. And these are the three simple steps on how to do that. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting other than maybe saying a few things. But as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything, I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff, I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him and he is a true pro and easy to work with, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. 
trust me. Thanks. And you can use this with anything. That's the that's the interesting thing is it, maybe it's not a monetary thing. Maybe your most important objective is to increase the overall intimacy in your relationship. Maybe the most important measurement is you executing on your partner's love language more. And the most important behavior is doing whatever that is. Maybe it's, you know, um, writing a note a day or buying roses or whatever, whatever your partner values. It Really, it's so interesting and it seems so simple. And it is simple. It's like a, it's simple to look at. It's simple to create and not really. I guess it's not simple if you struggle with reverse engineering because I know five years ago, this would not have been simple for me. Alan, what, so you have the three steps. What are the most common roadblocks that happen? So you got your three steps down. You understand what to do. What happens that pushes people off course or stops them from doing this process? Uh, I, I think it comes down to the the kiosk at the mall story that I have told before. But when you go into a mall and you look at the map, it has a big red arrow that says you are here. I think a lot of people are off on self-awareness in terms of where they really are. Uh, I think, you know, if, if you want to get to the Apple store, the map says, okay, it's three floors up and on the other side of the mall. So it's like you have to know where you want to go and you have to know where you actually are and then you have to know how to get there. And the how to get there, I can take the elevator, I can take the escalator, I can take the stairs. Um, but I also have to have the skills on how to use an escalator, how to use an elevator or how to walk upstairs. And And this is an analogy for either you don't know where you really are you don't know what your most important objective is or you don't actually have the skills necessary to do the behaviors. So for example, you could do each of these steps wrong or all of them wrong. That's the problem. You have to get all three right if you actually want to manifest whatever it is. So I'll give you an example. Uh, so Kev, you want the dream car of the AMG GTR and it's a $200,000 Mercedes. See, if you made the mistake of my most important objective is the $200,000 Mercedes, you and you went all in on that and then the most important measurement was you know um amount of money made this year and then the most important behavior was just working as much as possible what what sucks about that is that you're going to you're going to do that at the detriment of all the other things and the example that you used and then and then you're going to create a negative aversion to to doing setting objectives i think this is what happens to people they set objectives and then they do whatever they can to achieve them, but it, other things kind of burn down because they're not doing this in multiple holistic areas. So for example, at Next Level Live, our most important objective was to fill the room with 50 people. And I would be lying if I, and we were measuring that every day, um, the three months prior to Next Level Live. And I'd be lying if I said that my relationship didn't take a hit in terms of my, fo my focus wasn't as focused on my relationship. And so I wasn't spending as much quality time with Tucker and Emilia and that definitely affected our relationship. And so I, you have to be careful with what objectives you set. You have to be careful to make sure you're holistic in your approach. You also have to shoot objectives. You have to set objectives that are usually higher than the thing you actually want. And that's a whole nother rabbit hole. For example, uh, Kevin and I want to get to a thousand episodes, a million in gross revenue per year, and uh, a million listens. And we're on our way to that. See, his dream car is actually a byproduct of that bigger objective. So if your objective was just to get the car, you're actually less likely to get the car. So it's like this interesting thing where not only do you have to know the right objective to set, not only do you have to have the skills to actually get there, but you also have to 
measure it along the way and be consistent. So, so while this is simple, it's, it's simple to set up, but it's very easy to screw up. And, and it's also simple, so simple that it might be, it might be easy to set up, but it's very difficult to be consistent at any one key behavior. So for example, you know, if your most important objective is to, uh, get more one-on-one clients or, or to get to $500,000 in gross revenue in your own business. And then the most important measurement is number of clients. And then the most important behavior is getting on the phone with those clients. Okay. Well, what about the skills and sales? And what if you have an aversion to sales? And what if you don't have a good idea of what client is actually in need of your product or service? So, so see how there's so many other layers. That's kind of the thing, right? Um, it's really challenging to understand the proper formula, even though it seems so simple. Every single one of these three steps has deeper layers. And that's actually why the meetup is going to be so important because we have an eight-step formula that's more intense than this for anyone who's interested that goes into those deeper layers. And it's interesting too, because if you think about it, and Alan was referencing this, he didn't really go into it, but when I made six figures, everything else burned to the ground. I was sleeping four hours a night. I was eating fast food almost every day because I was living in hotels and they had microwaves. So there really isn't a lot you can do other than heat up stuff. And fitness was okay. I mean, I was still hitting the gym, but I wasn't as healthy as I could be. There was no relationships. So I traded in a lot of things for wealth. Now, if I understood what I was doing, I could have put those into love and I could have put those into health. And that's, we talk about holistic for a reason, because what if the advice that you're getting from somebody is based on the fact that they went all in on success and they didn't do anything for fulfillment or for love or for health or for whatever it may be, they're going to say, well, hard work is overrated. You, sh- you shouldn't work hard because you're going to get burnt out. Everybody has a different level of burnout. Sure. Understandable. But if you put these into your life, these three steps into health, wealth, life, love, any category of your life, you're more likely going to succeed. And Success is obviously personal and it's contextual and depends on the person, but just be careful because not everybody did reverse engineer their success. And there's a lot of people out there that are teaching. I was thinking about this today, Alan. There's a lot of people out there that are trying to teach you how to do something that they didn't do. That's how they make money. They make money by teaching you how to do something that they didn't do. And it's just a dangerous game. It's a, it's a dangerous game. So if, if you're working with somebody, ask them how they did it. Okay, well, how did you do this? What's the most important behavior? What was the most important behavior for you over the last five years? And if they don't have an answer, there's a there's a good chance that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. In closing, anything? Uh, no, I think that was well said, Kev. I think that I've been personally a little bit surprised at how few people actually do implement these three steps. Um, if anyone wants help with these three steps, this is my my jam. I, I reverse engineer finish lines very, very well, and and I'm very grateful. And I don't want to boast, but I also I also want to say that if you struggle with this, this I can help you with because I suck at a lot of stuff. Um, but this I've been doing ever since I was a little kid. Um, I've never really achieved anything that I didn't decide in advance to achieve, genuinely. And and I think that I now understand how rare that is. So so yeah, please reach out. Kevin and I have gotten really good at this this over the years, and we're helping a lot of people with this. I mean, if you want to know what we do with our clients, I mean, this is it. It's a little more in depth than this, but this is the highest level of it. 
Yeah, this is the outline of how it works. Next, Level Nation, if you are listening to this, then it is the last day of April, and there is still an opportunity for you to leave a review to be entered into the $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. So leave a review, screenshot it, send it to Alan or myself, email, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever it is. We will enter you in that drawing, and then as of May 1st, we are going to pick a winner and send them a $100 Amazon gift card if you want to be a part of that. We would love to have you. It helps us help more people. So please click the link in the show notes and leave us a review if it is aligned for you. We read every single one of those. Please leave those reviews. May 5th, we're doing a meetup on a much deeper dive into this formula. It's actually eight steps instead of three. Obviously, this is the podcast, so we want to give you the simpler version. But if you want to dig deep with us privately behind the scenes, not recorded, not repurposed, uh, ask us questions. We have an eight-step manifestation equation that is really the the entirety of the how to achieve your dreams. So please join us May 5th, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link to register will be in the show notes. Next Level Nation, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. Tomorrow, I almost did it again, Alan, in, in one of the other episodes, the, probably the last one you listened to, I screwed the order of operations up and Jeff the whole thing. Tomorrow for episode number 958, does your success require sacrifice? We're going to be talking about the law of trade-offs. We love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. At NLU, we don't have any fans, just family. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.